On today's episode, we are covering U.S. news articles and giving you a review on the ice hack for weight loss, as well as the truth about keto diet pills. Do they really work? So take a listen today. As always, we're talking about the fact that nothing comes without a cost and everything in life in terms of success requires change. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is Happy hump day, everyone Hump day? We are <laughs> You know, I never watched commercials anymore Because everything I watch is on like Netflix or, you know Yeah, we see commercials only because we're forced to On <laughs> YouTube TV. No, it's um, Paramount. Paramount. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paramount we've been watching Lioness. Okay. Really good show. Yeah. Also, Hijack. Really good show. Okay. We are currently, we were super into football shows recently. So we watched okay. Swamp Kings, which is the story of like Tim Tebow and the Florida Gators. Mm-hmm. Um, we also watched, we like uh, Hard Knocks, which is basically they follow around. And Aaron Rodgers, who I've actually grown to love a lot. He okay. like seems like a really decent human being because mm-hmm. um, they followed the New York Jets this season. And then um, <laughs> Johnny Manziel is like Mr. F- who was Mr. You know, Johnny football, Mr. Mm-hmm. Football. He was like supposed to be this amazing quarterback and went to the NFL. And But the story is because he was like a, basically an alcoholic and but was just this phenomenal athlete. And so they kind of follow him through college and how he like basically took Texas A&M to way further than they ever should have been because he was, he himself was just phenomenal and how he used to like go out and get drunk before games and just come and crush it. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of like him more after this because he was like, I don't know. I mean, I just like having fun and like had zero. And he was someone that brought about college athletes getting paid. Because college athletes, the NCAA basically never let college athletes get paid. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, Nike sold 45 million of my jerseys, the Texas A&M t- number two jersey. That's crazy. Like I got a no- nothing from it. So he basically got in trouble because he was going to Miami and doing signing. Period, and he would get like $30,000 for just a signing session. That's crazy. And he was like meeting up with Drake and LeBron and like all these people. Yeah. Um, and the NCAA tried to catch him and couldn't and, and was trying to suspend him and suspended him for like half a game. But the documentary was really entertaining. Interesting. I like him more now because of it. So we've been super, I like football. I liked sports. So we've been watching a lot of those documentaries, but we need to get back into Jack Ryan. We haven't finished that. Mm, yeah, that was a good one. So yeah. anyways. All right. So we are going to talk a little bit about some of the latest Trending diets, according to the U.S. News, uh, we, we you know came across these things. It's like too funny not to have yes. a conversation about. So the headline reads: Ice hack for weight loss, the latest trending diet. The ice hack diet, also called Alpine ice hack, has recently been touted by influencers as a quick fix weight loss solution. Red flag number one. <laughs> so let's talk about this. This is something that apparently went viral on TikTok. Don't ask me. I have a TikTok. I don't touch it. I don't know what goes on TikTok. Um, so I, I got away from TikTok. I couldn't handle hashtag it. ice hack, um, <laughs> which has over 122 million views on the platform. So while some ice hack videos show fancy ice cubes for cocktails or clever ways to de-ice your windshield, these are not promoting weight loss. So what we are looking at today is the ice hack that can miraculously melt 
body fat. They found the magic pill. And basically this works by increasing body temperature is what they're claiming here. Um, and so we looked at the ingredients like, okay, let's see what, what is this, you know, stuff made of pretty clean ingredients, according to, you know, what they're sharing here. Um, there is a supplement called Alpilian, A-L-P-I-L-E-A-N, Alpilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So six ingredients that are from plants. Um, and apparently they are from the Himalayas. So they have African mango seed, deca nut, golden algae, drumstick tree, or moringa leaf, bitter orange, ginger, and turmeric root. Okay, so we can get down with like, these are pretty clean ingredients. Relatively anti-inflammatory. But here's here's what they're touting. And let me just make this statement. There's frequently a small nugget of scientific evidence buried deep beneath the claims that they have, and it's often overblown and misinterpreted. And that is how they make these claims. Like that has pretty, that's pretty much across the board for every like fad diet out there. There's a small fraction of evidence that often gets overblown and exa- you know exaggerated per se. And so what they are doing with their product is they are saying that a main reason for belly fat and obesity is at a lower inner body temperature. So essentially when your body temperature slows down, your metabolism slows down, which to an extent is true. Let's also discuss other reasons that our body slows down, our body temperature slows down uh, or lowers. Uh, Conservation of energy, okay? Your body stressed the F out and it needs to calm down. And so it's lowering your body temperature to conserve energy. Also seen with thyroid problems Mm -hmm. and people feeling cold all the time and hormonal imbalances. And do I think this is a problem? Absolutely, I think this is a problem. But I can promise you that taking the Alpilinian pill isn't going to increase it. your body temperature ain't going to fix shit. Okay. okay. But they're saying that this is a thermogenic handicap that these people have. It says researchers hypothesize a low body temperature could predispose someone to obesity by it's what's not called your fault. a thermogenic handicap or the difficulty of burning calories efficiently. You guys, there absolutely is a metabolic adaptation that can happen that decreases your body temperature and your metabolism, but it's typically your fault. Because of the stress we put on our body. And and that could be from under eating, right? Because you've been told to eat 1200 calories that didn't work. So you went lower. Maybe you did Optavia. Maybe you did Weight Watchers. You know, maybe you did 800 calories. Maybe you did the HCG. Who the hell knows what you did, but you dieted chronically just like Liz and Becca did mm-hmm. many years ago. Hard. And you maybe went to the gym and overtrained or either way, no matter what the situation was, you have created such a large calorie deficit, whether you realize it or not, because most women are very shocked to find out how much they should actually be able to eat and burn efficiently in terms of what your body needs in in like total daily energy, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we have your basal metabolic rate, we have your activity, we have all of these things that you know basically give you a total daily energy expenditure, which would be calories out for some individuals. And yet we look at our diet and it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm eating like 900 calories four days a week, but then the weekends are like 5,000 calories because I'm just trying to be so restrictive and then I face plant or I'm stressed the F out. I keep forgetting to eat. My blood sugar's all over the place. I'm binge eating at nighttime. Like there could be a lot of scenarios here, but most of the time we drive ourselves into this place because too much stress on the body, irregular, um, irregular blood sugar or blood sugar dysregulation and thyroid that is often missed for many years because your doctors don't check 
the right thyroid panels or all of the markers that they should. Yeah. And the cells are just not healthy enough to create energy properly. So you do feel the effects of like the lower body temperature, the lower metabolic function, but it's not fixed by artificially increasing your body temperature because guess what? That effect will go away. And guess what else? Your body's going to adapt to it over time because that's what the body does. Mm -hmm. It's extremely intelligent. And so any supplementation that you take, I recommend typically pulsing anything because your body will adapt to it over time and it's going to lose its effect. Same thing with caffeine, pull out caffeine occasionally because the body loses its sensitivity to it. And so when anything claims to increase your metabolism or your body temperature to speed up metabolism, do not trust it because if anything, it will probably do more harm than good. It's going to stress the body out more or the body, what we see a lot of times, like with Ozempic, like with you know, met, um, metformin sometimes the body is so inflamed that it's not even going to respond to things like that. We see some people go on Ozempic and nothing because they have not fixed the cellular inflammation, the inability for the body to detox itself and clean itself and ultimately be healthy, you know, and that could be mental, emotional stress that you aren't addressing. That could be like Liz was saying, dieting. That could be too much exercise or too little exercise, not enough sleep, you know, just unhappiness, lack of purpose, whatever it might be. But all of those stresses over time can drive this, you know, slowed down metabolism. There absolutely is a metabolic adaptation that will happen with stress. Absolutely. I'm not saying that's not real. Calories in, calories out is what should happen when the body's healthy. But a lot of times it gets to a place where the body's so unhealthy that calories don't matter anymore. You're going to gain weight eating too little. You're going to gain even more weight eating too much. And you have to address kind of the base level of what's going on at the cells, what's going on with, you know, inflammation levels and how the systems are working. It's much more uh, in depth than just let's heat up the body. Yeah. With a pill. So we would say this is probably BS, right? This TikTok trend is pretty BS. I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about keto pills. Do they really work? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give you guys a little bit of um, insight into my experience with one of my previous clients many, many years ago. And she was told to take a combination of two keto pills. Uh, and so we looked at them and I said, okay, well, did you have any GI issues after this? Because there's a lot of laxative, uh, content in here. And she said, yes, I accidentally, or I actually had an accident at work one day and I had to go home. So just a fair warning for some of the keto pills out there, they can act as pretty strong laxatives. Uh, and so before we kind of dive into this, that's just one thing you should know, but they forgot to tell you that when you paid $90 for it on the infomercial. (laughs) Here's what I will say. I will say my, my reviews on this are mixed. Exogenous ketones can help people get into ketosis faster, but keto is very in-depth, y'all. Like it is not just removing carbs, which is what most people do and Mm -hmm. fail to actually even get into ketosis. Most people are not checking their blood ketones, which is the most accurate way to do it. And they're like, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. You're not losing weight because you're probably one, not eating enough fat. That's the number one reason people end up just cutting carbs and say like, I'm keto, but they're basically just low calorie, high protein and moderate fat. You guys, I'm doing ketosis right now, five days a week. I have to eat like tablespoons of mayonnaise on things and butter and fatty proteins to get enough fat in because it's really hard to accomplish 130 grams of Mm -hmm. fat in a day, which is what I'm consuming. And so most people are not in ketosis. 
The other thing to understand, you don't want to go into ketosis if you're dealing with inflammation or blood sugar dysregulation or any of that. You want to be, and if you do, you need to be coincidentally working on those things. Most people put in place diets like fasting or keto without doing the work up front that allows those diets to be so effective. Mm-hmm. You don't just jump into the diet and hope things get better. It's, it is preparing your body to respond to the diet. So yes, I think exogenous ketones can absolutely be helpful to get people into ketosis, which can sometimes take multiple weeks to become like keto adapted. Yeah. Or you can just do it the right way and eat the right way, get enough fats, use MCTs. So when we look at keto supplements, they typically have two ingredients. Um, So you would have ketone beta hydroxybutyrate, which is a compound that the liver produces from fats and then medium chain triglycerides, MCTs, type of fat that's found in coconut. Um, And so you can use this, you know, for example, as salad dressings, you can use it in a bulletproof coffee. Um, You know, there's a lot of ways that you can use MCT oil and you can make things like, uh, let's see, a couple of weeks ago, because I have some keto days myself, uh, I'm not testing ketosis because it's a, a bit different protocol that I'm in, but I did like coconut cream and then um, put in a little bit of monk fruit and cocoa. So it was kind of like this mousse and you can add egg yolks and things like that to it as well to get a little bit more fat. So you have to get creative, right? To get all of this fat in and to do it the right way. But if you're not testing, I would say if you're not testing your ketones first, I wouldn't waste the money on a keto ketone mm-hmm. supplement um, because you're going to know if you're in ketosis. A lot of people have like the keto flu. This is why, again, it's really important to make sure that you have somebody, you know, helping you prepare for drastic dietary changes. Your liver gallbladder is going to take on, especially the gallbladder, a lot more work because of all of the fat that it needs to break down. So maybe supplementing appropriately for the liver or the gallbladder with some ox bile, if you're doing these things would be important. Um, I mean, and there's a couple of other supplements out here too. So there's keto pills, keto powders, keto gummies, right? And this is where they'll tout like, oh, apple cider vinegar helps you with, you know, losing weight. And sure, it helps with blood sugar. It helps with stomach acid, all of these things, satiation it can help with. But at the end of the day, the point of these, this conversation is to remind you that there is no magic pill. And you're going to read headlines this in the U.S. news, right? Or you're going to see something that pops up as an ad on Instagram. There's still work that has to be done. If you want to create change, there's going to be multiple and sometimes drastic changes that you have to make in your life. And a lot of people will try to rip the Band-Aid off and say, I'm just going to go full force keto or I'm going to go straight into the cabbage soup diet or whatever it might be. And you don't realize that you're stressing your body out more and Mm -hmm. causing more harm. Um, You know, people, a lot of times, like I've had three or four clients come in and say, oh, I did keto after my gallbladder was removed. If you're not properly supplementing with ox bile, just in general, that can actually be dangerous, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think there's just things that you guys need to, and I say you guys, uh, you're listening to this podcast, so you probably do your education and your research and you're wondering, you know, what might be the best, you know, diet for me to start with if I can't work with a practitioner. We've said it a hundred times in the podcast, a Mediterranean-based diet. Nothing extreme, right? Focus on stress management, getting daily sunlight, moving your body, getting good quality food in place, working on the foundational pieces. Because if you can't master the foundation, proper hydration, mineral balance, sleep, stress management, good quality food, diversity of colors, this you're not going to make a lasting change no matter what you do. And I think some people just, they want these quick fixes. They want that keto pill or whatever it is to do the job for them. Same thing with Ozempic, same thing, you know, with all of these other supplements that are on the market in terms of fat burners, 
guys, there's still work that has to be done. And there's always a cost, no matter what it is. If you do the ice hack pill or you do the keto pills, like I mentioned, you might shit your pants. Like there's always a cost. 